0: FG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed insurance agents. The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on
1: Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens, with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management. serving. You throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning
0: Redefined, and it starts right now. Back here for another episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening to Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth. They are financial advisors serving you here in the Tampa Bay area. 813 286 7776 is how you get a hold of them if you've got some questions or concerns about anything you hear on our show or really any others when it comes to your retirement plans. And this week on the podcast, we're going to continue on with our annuity session. This is part three, and we're going to talk a little bit about indexed crediting strategies as well as indexing methods. And that sounds fancy, so we'll let the guys break it down. But first, we'll say what's going on. John, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I was uh, this morning just getting some quotes on artificial grass. It was uh, very interesting (laughs) to look at the different samples of them.
0: (laughs) The different samples of artificial grass. All right. Who would have thought, right? And so, <laughs> not me. It's a strange thing honest. you can do,
2: that's for sure. Nick, how you doing, buddy? Uh, definitely not looking at artificial grass, <laughs> um, you know, but doing pretty well. Good. At the busy. time
0: uh, we're taping this podcast, your Bills uh, won a playoff game, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah. First time in, uh, in quite a while. And, uh, you know... They continue to take years off of my life, but at least it's a lot more enjoyable to watch. Now.
0: You know, I I totally forgot to ask you because as a Bills fan, you finally get rid of Brady in your division, but he moves to the town you're in.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty interesting, and it's like uh, I mean, I've the I've been in Tampa Bay since '03, and so the you know that was the I moved down the July after they won the Super Bowl, and you know, so they were pretty popular, and then. Right. Florida is such a different town from a sports perspective, and and Tampa Bay, you know specifically, is all, obviously all I have experience with. But there's so many people from other areas that it's just different. Whereas you know the Bills in Western New York are kind of like a way of life. Oh yeah, um, it's been interesting. So you know it the the Bucks have a chance. We'll see to be the first team to you know play a a Super Bowl in their home stadium which would be, you know, kind of interesting. And then if it ended up, being against the bills, that would be double interesting. Very, so, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Some of those
0: ghosts could be haunting them. So they're, they're probably hoping to not see him once, once again, but anyway, yes, uh, yes. but uh, we'll yeah. get, we'll get into financial topics and we'll talk sports another time, but I just wanted to ask you about that. So good stuff indeed. So guys, what am I talking about? What are we talking about here today on this annuity session? Uh, what are some of the features and some of the things we need to be thinking about?
2: Yeah, this will be the, the kind of last in the series of the annuities that we talk about. And, you know, just like anything else, we view ourselves as uh, informational and uh, educational. And because annuities are such a topic that there's so much information out there about, there's plenty of positives and and plenty of negatives that we want to make sure that we go through these different things. And so this session is going to be focused on uh, what are called fixed index annuities, which uh, can be you know confusing, just like anything else. There are uh, some more moving parts. Uh, but we have found over the years that for those people that are pretty conservative and risk averse and looking for you know opportunities to have some sort of upside uh, from the market, but are are not comfortable having much downside, that these are something that that can make sense for them. So we, we're going to spend a session uh, kind of going through and talking about them. To compare
1: these to to the last session we talked about, you know, you can really you can expect. A higher interest rate than a fixed annuity um, over, you know, a long-term period, and comparing it to the variable annuity, it doesn't have the same um, potential because you're tied to a specific index, and there, there's kind of some restrictions to it, which we'll go through. So this is really a good hybrid in between. You know, if you're looking for it, like Nick mentioned, you want some principal protection. But the negative to like a fixed annuity is, hey, you know, I'm locked into this rate. I can't really get much more. How can I get more? And then this fixed index would actually accomplish that because if the market does go up, um, there's potential to actually go up with the market to a point. Something to understand with these, uh, you know, again, important in all annuities. Understand the fees that that you're in, and will typically, again, I hate using the word, but we have to. Older contracts, we haven't seen fees in these, but there are some newer ones where they are having some fees within the contract. And the way that they explain that is, hey, if we put this fee in here, well, actually, there's more growth potential on your um, crediting methods. So just understand if you're looking at any of these, you know, like anything, you want to look at the surrender period, you want to look at the surrender charge, you want to look at the fees. I mean, those are three important things to look at in any annuity contract, and especially with these.
2: So, in general, uh, the term you know, indexed annuity, really comes from the uh, structure of, of how they credit growth inside of these contracts. So, you know, uh, one of the most popular indexes that are used in these sorts of contracts is the S and P five hundred, and the way that they, the the contracts essentially work is they will offer different indexes that they will provide crediting uh, towards and use that index as kind of the barometer um, for how it works. So just to super simplify it, what will happen is they'll say, okay, there are different rates and John's going to different sorts of structures and John's going to kind of get into that. But they'll say, okay, you know, between the time that you open this contract and uh, a, a year from that period of time. We're going to track the index. In this case, we can call it the S&P 500. We're going to track the performance of that index over time. And then we're going to give you a percentage of the performance of that index. And that percentage can change for year to year. And they declare it on each anniversary. And so that's what provides you with the upside within that contract. However, and this is the reason that many people will use this sort of contract, is if the S&P 500 in this example, let's say it drops 10 or 15% between now and 12 months from now, you're not going to participate in that down portion, that downside. You're just not going to get credited anything. So essentially what ends up happening is that be, you're flat for the year. So when, when these things talk about you know, not having the downside or you know, protecting your principal, that's what they're referring to. So if the S&P 500 is up 10%, you'll get a percentage of that growth. And John will talk a little bit about how they may credit that. However, if it's down 10%, you're just going to not lose any money that year. It's going to be flat. So that's the general principle of how it works and which index is used, how much they credit. That's all the due diligence that happens when people choose which contract to go with. But in a very basic sense, that's how it works.
1: Yeah, and to you know to really explain it, I think I think let's give an example of that. So if you're in a participation rate, and let's say you start with hundred thousand dollars, and like Nick said, the most popular one is the S and P five hundred. And by participation rate, let's say it's fifty percent. So what that means is you're going to get fifty percent of the S and P five hundred on the on the upside. So if you're in contract January one, you know twenty twenty one, they'll look at the the S and five hundred. On January 1, 2022. If the S&P 500 has gone up, let's say, 20%, your contract's going to get credited at 10%. Again, that's 50% of the 20% gain. So if you start out with 100,000, your account is now at 110. Okay? Uh, a benefit to this is that actually your 110 now is your new floor. So when you get credited, that's actually your floor moving forward. So example, let's say year two, you're still in a 50% uh, participation. In the S&P uh, S&P goes down you negative know, 10. in year two, basically, what's going to happen now is that's the 110 is now your floor. You stay at 110. Now you move on to year three to see what the S&P 500 does. Um, so that's once one crediting method participation rate. They also have a, a cap rate. So that's kind of like a ceiling. So you could have an S&P 500 again index that you're you're monitoring or. or Kind of shadowing, and your cap is six percent. So what that means is you're going to get up to six percent of the S and P five hundred growth. So same example, a hundred thousand. Let's say you have a six percent cap. The S and P goes up twenty percent. In this scenario, you only get six percent because that's your ceiling. Okay. So basically, six percent your cap. That's all you're going to get. That hundred thousand now after the one year is going to be at one hundred six because you got six percent. You know, year two, again, S&P drops, you stay at your 106. So just important to understand the different crediting methods. There's one more called a spread. Um, this is, is kind of like a fee, but it's only taken off if there's gain. So a spread could be like one and a half percent. And again, let's, you know, let's use the S&P 500. Um, if it goes up by 7%, they take one and a half percent off of that gain in the same same idea you get the credit for that year it locks in your your balance at that point in time and that's kind of your new floor so important just to understand you. have participation rate cap rate and a spread those are the most popular they're not the only ones there's actually a lot more but those are the three that we typically see we don't have enough time today to really go through each one but those are the most common and um I'd say kind of when we're using these strategies, those are typically the ones that we use because they're just simple to understand.
2: Yeah. And and some of the other things to look out for if, you know, let's say you already have an existing contract and, you know, because these insurance companies, they can change those rates that John walked you through from year to year. You know, maybe one year your cap was 6%, but they drop it to 3%. On the S and P 500, they, it may make sense to look at another index. So most contracts allow you—you know—most contracts have a menu of indexes that you can choose from from year to year, and they allow you to change your your choice on an annual basis. So what we've seen is people may get complacent and they've had the same index for like a couple of years, and because they know that there's not really market risk per se. They just leave it and they haven't realized that those rates have changed and what they've been in, mm. you know, their potential is as much lower. And, you know, usually what ends up happening is that, you know, they may lower some, but they may increase others or, you know, there may be other opportunities in, in other portions. So it's important to look at it on an annual basis, take a look and see what changes they've made to the contract and if it makes any sense to make a change and also some of the options aren't just a one year option they may offer a two year option that could have much better rates and that could be an opportunity as well so even though it's a a vehicle a tool that can be used sometimes there's complacency that kicks in because there isn't you know perceived risk and you know just like anything else doing your due diligence each year and adapting to what's happening within the contract can really really pay off for people And they could try to maximize or take advantage of the opportunities that are within the contract.
0: Yeah. It sounds like uh, like any financial product where sometimes people just want to set it and forget it. Uh, and that's not always, uh, you know, the best strategy having, and that's where you can do with reviews and things of that nature, but just kind of checking on these things is certainly a good idea is what I'm hearing.
2: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and I will say too, that these, you know, in, in our last session on variable annuities, we talked a little bit about, some of the riders that are available that can provide you know provide people with guaranteed income. And many times there are uh, those riders available on these fi- fixed index annuity contracts as well. So they can be a tool that provides you know future guaranteed income, but maybe provides you know options with less fees than a variable contract or higher guarantees than a variable contract. Um, which is you know, something that, that can be used for from a comparison perspective.
1: Yeah. And, and to, to jump into what Nick was saying about the, the indexing methods uh, changing, it's, it's important when you're looking at some of these companies that you go with a quality carrier and look at their track record, because the last thing you want to do, and I, we've seen this where you know, one company might be offering a very competitive um, cap rate, let's say 8% or something like that. And then once you're in the contract with them, they all of a sudden lower their cap rate to four and it's like, whoa, now I'm with this company for the next seven years because that's my surrender period and they've just lowered their rates on me. You know, so that's where doing your due diligence on what company am I, am I going with, what's their ratings, what's their track record, are they, are they a good company I want to be with for the next five, seven years. And that's where it's important if you're working with an advisor that they're doing their due diligence and you're doing your own to make sure that, you know, that if you're going to be with this company, that they're going to do right by you if you're going to be with them for that period of time.
2: It may sound like we harp on it quite a bit, but, you know, the pitfalls are important to understand. Make sure that the company that you're looking at is a reputable company and has strong financial ratings. Pay attention to the surrender charge period with these contracts, um, where people have gotten tripped up as they've, we've seen people locked into contracts that are like, you know, 15 years long, 18 years long, which really can be, you know, pretty tricky. So making sure that you understand how, that, how that's structured. And then, like John said, getting some historical background on uh, how, how often they change their indexing rates. And if they're really just kind of using like teaser rates to to get people locked in. So uh, just like anything else, you know, it, it can be a, a piece of the pie. Uh, and oftentimes where it's most appropriate would be for people that are pretty conservative investors looking for a little bit more potential, uh, especially in this current environment where rates uh, for CDs and money market accounts and that sort of thing are so low. Yeah.
0: Again, when we talk about these things, it's always important to remember and realize that like anything in life, you should always do your own due diligence as well as when you're working with an advisor or when you're looking for an advisor to work with. Make sure that you're going through uh, the proper steps. Do some of the homework and then take the time to find out, is this product right for you? Don't just jump into anything because it's something you hear on any particular show or a talking head or whatever the case is without seeing how it might relate to your specific situation. And if you need help with that, whatever type of annuity it might be or any other financial product, because annuities can be a bit polarizing, uh, have those conversations. Reach out to John and Nick. They're here to help in the Tampa Bay area. 813-286-7776. If you've gotten this email through a a newsletter or or a, a blast or something like that. or whatever the case might be, and you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, feel free to do so. Uh, Certainly would be appreciated if you'd like to get more content as they come out. You can simply go to pfgprivatewealth.com. You can find the podcast page there, pfgprivatewealth.com. You can also find a lot of good tools, tips, and resources and reach out to John and Nick. You can also subscribe through your favorite app, whatever that might be. Just search out Retirement Planning Redefined and hit the subscribe button. A lot of times it's a heart or a like or a thumbs up or something like that. Search the type retirement planning redefined in the search box or just call 813-286-7776. John, Nick, thanks guys for your time on the and this series on annuities. A lot of good information. They do get a little complicated sometimes. So again, it's really important for people to understand and have a good working knowledge of this, especially if they're considering it. So I appreciate you guys sharing some of your knowledge. Cool. Thanks, Mark. Have a good one. John, I appreciate it, bud. Take care of yourself. And uh, we will talk next time here on Retirement Planning Redefined with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth.